All right, welcome back to episode 55 of Off the Wall Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby, and we got Mello and Kyle here. Mello has a very nice background of San Francisco. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. The crying Jordan meme. Never gets why, why, do you, why would you have that, Mello? I don't know. Maybe they... Uh... They had two free agents in the palm of their hands, and they let it slip. I don't know. Maybe that's what it is. You know what? That might be <laughs> that might be a good reason. Carlos Correa is apparently no longer a San Francisco Giant. As of last night, at or this morning, I could say, 3.30 a.m. over here on the East Coast, Carlos Correa signs a deal with the New York Mets. What the hell? We were all sleeping except for Mello. When I woke up to that news, I, I, I told you guys I didn't even think it was like I thought I was still sleeping or dreaming or some shit. Like I couldn't even believe it. Yeah, I I was in the same boat as you. Honestly, uh, I woke up this morning and I was like, like I don't know. It's just it, it's baffling, but it kind of just like goes along with the whole Giants off season. Like first, John Heyman just crushed their entire dreams, and now, now this John Heyman strikes again. Um, I mean, I feel bad for Giants fans. I truly do. Yeah, dude. Like even the past few years, like they've been trying to get Harper. They tried to get Harper. They've been been in on big free agents, and then this mm-hmm. year is just brutal. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron yeah. Jones. And Carlos Correa. I, I don't know how that's possible that they messed up, but I know Melo is going to have some fun with this. So let's hear let's hear what you have to say. Yeah, number one, I don't think John Heyman can ever show his face again in the city of San Francisco. <laughs> he can't go to a restaurant. He probably can't even stay at a hotel. So you will not be seeing him at any Giants games this year, coming next year. And number two, we'll, we'll get to the other team. We'll get to the other team of what they did today. The new king of New York is here. Carlos Correa. (laughs) Step aside, Aaron Judge. Carlos Correa, the king of Queens. Everything. Welcome to the Big Apple, my friend. And thank you for not going to the Giants. Oh, man. Well, there's a lot lot to unpack there. That's a ruffle you guys' feathers. Yeah, that that for sure (laughs) did. I didn't think you were going to go there. But especially since you're outnumbered today. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think yeah, that. that's kind of dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> but I just can't believe it, man. It's just the whole Steve Cohen thing just adds to everything that he's promised once he took over the Mets, that he was going to spend money and put out a winning team. And, I mean, they didn't play yet. It looks good on paper. But to have a left side of the infield, Carlos Correa and Francisco Lindor, that's just stupid. To go along with Verlander, Scherzer, bring in, bring back Nimmo, just everything. This Mets team is ridiculous. Um, I guess I'm not going to address the King of New York comment that you made. Um, I'm just going to sweep that under. I'm just going to let that go because – we're not, it's not worth it to me right now. 
especially what happened with the Yankees today, which we'll get into in a second. But man, have you? Do you know any Giants fans around you, Mello? Any friends or anything like that that you've got had a no, contact or anything? No like that? friends. Okay. I had I had a teacher in high school that uh, the the um the the both of them worked there. The married couple, they were okay. both big Giants fans. They're both big like everything 49ers warriors everything um i wish i was there to go to their class today because i they're crushed i know they're crushed right now because like you guys just said in the opening this is not the first time that they have made a push at one of these big free agents and they specifically chose the winter of 2022 to make a big splash to start moving in the right direction and for them to just fail like this it, it's Listen, I feel bad, a little, not too much, because <laughs> I am a Dodger fan at the end of the day. But God, that that that's that sucks, man. Like I I I don't know what else there is to say. Yeah, and I read today, I forget if I think it was the Athletic or one of those that they were breaking down what happened in what the whole process, like how this Giants deal fell apart. Yesterday, he was supposed to get introduced with the Giants yesterday, Carlos Correa. He was apparently dressed, ready to go to the press conference, and the Giants called it off because of what they saw in the physical. I don't know exactly. I don't know if if they've said exactly what they've seen. Did you guys see anything? Did they say anything exactly? Did they give any details? I don't think so, right? I heard it was a a bass, something with, sorry, I heard it was something with his back or something like that. That's what I heard. I heard back and shoulder. Okay. But still, like... And then, so they say, they call it off. Then the Giants don't uh, contact Correa's camp and Boris for the next 12 hours. And other way, there's no contact between them for the next 12 hours. And the Mets swoop in out of nowhere and make a deal. Like, I've never heard of anything like this before. I've heard of deals like maybe not getting finalized right away because of a, a physical, but never switching teams like this, especially this quickly. See, and it, this this might have happened in the past. There's none off the top of my head that, like, the like the, the team may have not liked what they've seen in the physical, but I don't think we've seen something this big. Carlos Correa was one of the top free agents on this market, and for him to – you know, for this situation to happen to him in the, I think, severity of the case is just so it's huge. It's groundbreaking. And that's exactly what happened. And of course, none other than Steve Cohen has to has to make that, you know, make that call. It's just how yeah. it is. But yeah. Steve Cohen is the dream owner that Scott Boris always envisions when he took this job. You know, <laughs> when he when he bought the team and said, I'm willing to spend anything. Scott Boros was like, oh, really? Tell me more. Let's see. Let's see how far we can take this. And then I guess they're now buddy-buddy because there's so many Boros clients now with the Mets. Um, and, let me, and I want to give a thanks to the Mets, too. Thank you, Mets, for saving the Dodgers. The pressure is no longer on us this year. Can, I, can we start transitioning to this now? The target is now on the Mets' back. And I'm afraid that they're going to fail, not because they don't have the talent, because they've never had the target on their back before. The Yankees are hated by a lot of people. Yankees are hated by a lot of people. The Dodgers, the Astros, 
Now the Mets have to deal with it. And I don't think they're going to be prepared. This is not a cute, fun story. Oh, yeah, we got some young talent. We got some good pieces. And we're going to try and win. No. You pushed all your chips into the table now. With Verlander, with Correa, you have to win it all next year. If not next year, you have to win it very soon. And all the pressure is now on the Mets and their public enemy number one. Yeah. Like, uh, you said it perfectly. But realistically, their window is only the next two years. Verlander and Scherzer are only locked up for the next two years. So once they go, of course, I'm sure they could go sign another other starting pitchers or trade for other big starting pitchers. But the roster they have right now is set up for the next two seasons, led by Scherzer and Verlander at the top of the rotation. And I, I completely agree with you. It's a World Series or bust. Like this, no one has ever spent any, no one has ever spent close to the amount of money the Mets have this offseason. This payroll has never been heard of before. It's absurd. It's World Series or bust. Anything less is a huge failure. Yeah, this uh, this Mets team, um, I I am buying in on them a hundred percent. I think they are what what they are. I think they're great on paper. Obviously, it has to correspond to the field, but <clears throat> I also think, as you said about like Verlander and Scherzer, can those guys stay? healthy for a full 162 for a full 150 even 140 I don't know and then of course you have a huge question mark right in the middle of your rotation in that in uh Kodai Sanga you don't know what how he's going to translate into MLB he could be your next ace or he could be an absolute shit show and not work out at all now of course like and this infield stack too and it's not just the left side I mean you have Pete Alonso at first base you got Jeff McNeil at second and that outfield is insane as well and then of course the bullpen yeah it might be a little shaky but i mean you have a very solid bullpen so, 100 million dollar closer at the end of it that's <laughs> he's another one who worries me the last two years of edwin diaz has been amazing but what about before that it i mean this mets team i call me crazy or whatever but i am buying into them i think they are going to be a very very good baseball team but as Melo said, they have never had to deal with the pressure that the Dodgers, the Yankees, the Astros have had to handle. I don't know how that's going to work. So we'll see. I mean, these players on this Mets team, yeah, I mean, they better be ready. And, and, and it helps that some of those guys have won in the past. They have been to the biggest stage. And when they come into spring training, it's going to be all lovey-dovey. Oh, wow, look at Correa's here, Verlander's here. Look at all these guys we have. Once opening day starts, you're just another ball club. You are just another team. And everybody's looking to now take your head off. So thanks, Mets, Dodgers. We can just put our feet up this year. We don't have the monkey on our back, or we don't have the target on our back, I should say, yeah. as much. Yeah, that's true. I didn't really think about that because obviously – with the moves, we've said it the entire time, with the moves that the Mets made, they really are the new, the, what the Dodgers have been the past few years with like the crazy offseason spending. But the difference is the Mets did all of the Dodgers spending from the past five years in this offseason. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, 800 span of, million. Span of a month. 
Yeah, we yeah, exactly. And it's not even Christmas yet. Mm-hmm. That's no, what we were actually, talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In less I than would, a month, because Scherzer was at the winter meetings, and that I mean, uh, Verlander was at the winter meetings, and that was three weeks ago. Yeah. Um, there's still so many moves to be made. Apparently, the Mets aren't done. I believe it, obviously, because at this point, when do you stop? There's no really stopping. If you're gonna spend eight hundred million dollars this offseason, why not make it a billion? Um, That'd be nice. Yeah. On paper, there's no questioning it that the New York Mets are the best team in baseball, all well-rounded. One through nine in the lineup is strong. There are really no holes. If the rotation lives up to their expectations, it's arguably the best rotation in baseball. And they have an owner that wants to win. So if you're a free agent or a player in the league, there's no reason this is a team this is a place you want to be in New York Mets right now and it's kind of crazy that this is what the Mets have become but it's thanks to Steve Cohen and he's fulfilling his promises and that now they just need to win is this a super team yes or no yes 100% yes. yeah and i think i on paper is it crazy? I haven't really thought about this. Is it crazy to say that it's a more of a super team than like the Dodgers of last year? It might be. It might be. It's up there for sure. Now, I there was so think. much hype around that Dodgers team last year. I mean that that lineup was. Yeah. I mean, it was one of the best in baseball, like history, like ever. Like, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, and this this Mets team, I mean, when you actually sit down and you look at that one through nine and you look at how deep they are, it's kind of scary. I'm not going to lie. And even on the bench, like they have Eduardo Eduardo Escobar, who would probably probably be a starter most, on most teams. Yeah. Yeah. Most teams. Um, Guys like Luis like Gourmet. Gior- yeah. Gourmet. It's unbelievable. And then they have Francisco Alvarez, the top prospect in baseball, who's going to be playing probably next season. Omar Nevarez, Tomas Nito. I mean, that list kind of goes on. And, I mean, their farm farm isn't, like, the best in baseball, but it's not bad. We saw a glimpse of um, Brett Beatty last year, right towards the end of the season. I mean, and I don't know where he – I don't – dude, I don't know where the hell he's going to ever find playing time. (laughs) Uh, Unless he switches to an outfielder. Or another yeah. position in the infield, I don't see him getting playing time because now you have Correa and Lindor at your two, uh, yeah, at your two uh left side in the infield spots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. It's it's nuts. But yeah, they're basically the new Dodgers. Dodgers can kind of just get to chill. Um, it also helps that they haven't really made many moves. I would say, especially losing a lot of key pieces Cody Bellinger we talked about him uh, a couple episodes ago if not last episode um and Justin Turner two key pieces of the Dodgers what like how long how was Justin Turner there almost 10 years right I think JT was here first got here I believe in 2014 I think wow yes almost a past decade crazy to see him yeah yeah all right I mean you could touch more on it being the Dodger fan but like 
seeing him go to the Red Sox, which is kind of a weird move. Um, but yeah, Melo, take take it away. Talk about Justin Turner as the Dodger fan here. You know, in the last 10 years, we've been so lucky to see a lot of guys come and go with this team. Justin Turner was one of those guys that I did not want to see go anywhere else. I wanted him to finish his career here, and he still could. You know, he could retire in two years after the Red Sox and the Dodgers can sign him back for like a day, and then he retires a Dodger officially. But it's going to be strange, and, and, and I was really down on Sunday when I heard that Justin Turner was signing. Now, listen, it's not because of a money thing. I completely understand it. You want to go get your your money. I understand time. He probably understands more than anybody that time is running out. And it's probably his best years are probably behind him. So you want to go get your 22 million bucks, don't have a problem with it. It's just, it's going to suck not having that presence in the locker room anymore. And listen, man, he gave us so many great moments. Whether it was the home, so many big time clutch base hits, home runs in the postseason. And I think the thing that hurts the most about this is that we won a World Series in 2020. 60 games, I understand that. But the one time we won the World Series, Justin Turner was not even on the field. If you don't remember, he got he got pulled out of the game because of COVID. Um, Edwin... Edwin Rios had to come in in relief for third base to get the last three outs while Justin Turner was in an empty room watching the game on TV. Yeah, I forgot about that. And that became like a big scandal. Oh, how could be how could he be on the field? How could he be holding the trophy? That's the thing that really really bothers me. Is that we had so many chances for Justin Turner to experience the whole thing. For it to end like that, that's the thing that's gonna hurt. And he's not gonna get he's not gonna get his jersey retired by the Dodgers. He's not gonna get in the Hall of Fame. But just not being able for Justin Turner to really experience that a world championship because he played his ass off and he kept us in a lot of postseason games. That's the thing that hurts the most about this. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean Exactly. This is why we're having you. That's why I had you talk about this because we wouldn't think about that. But like, yeah, that's it's kind of crazy to think about because he's been there for so long, so many post seasons, and I completely forgot about that World Series thing. And then he, I remember he ran out onto the field at, yeah. after the celebration. Everyone's like, "What is he doing out there?" Yeah. <laughs> Not me. I was like, "Go ahead, bro. Go touch everyone. Let's go. We won." Like, no, let's go. <laughs> But at that point, you're like, you won the World Series. Like, Who cares? Yeah. yeah. I never thought I'd see that day. So do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And then I guess on the flip, the Red Sox and the Dodgers kind of flip their DHs. Dodgers get J.D. Martinez, which was very surprised. That came before. Did that come after yeah. Justin Turner? That was it, the it, day before. It came okay. before, yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's. He's definitely not he. He's definitely not the hitter he was a few years ago. It's still a very solid DH guy, but he's not going to play the field. He's just going to clog up the DH spot. Yeah, I mean, 
it sucks because when JD needs a, I mean, when some of these guys like Muncie need a day off, I don't know where they're going to go because JD's going to be the DH. You can't put him out at left or anything. I mean, knowing the Dodgers are probably going to get cute and try it, but so that's what they do. But I know when, when I, I, if we, I saw his numbers last year, the stats JD put up, I don't have it in front of me, but if he can do that, I can live with it. All right. Yeah. Give me that postseason OPS. That's what I need. Yeah. I mean, that's at the end of the day, end of the day, like, Teams like Yankees, Mets, Dodgers—they just need guys who will perform in the postseason, and that's what Correa is a huge uh, guy for that for the Mets. JD hopefully could do the same thing with the Dodgers. Um, it was just kind of weird that the Dodgers and Red Sox kind of flip flop like that. Yeah, yeah, who knows? Uh, maybe we can do it again with uh, Rafael Devers down the road. Maybe <laughs> it won't surprise Ooh. me. Hey. Yeah. As long as Bloom is in, in charge over there, anything's possible. <laughs> yeah, maybe every, everyone's just a leaving Red Sox now. Yeah. I don't know. But um, it was it, one more, it was just one last thing. No, no, you're good. It, it was, it was, I hate to say it, but it was time to move on from Justin Turner. He was, yeah. he had a pretty good season in 2022, but then postseason came. It looked like it caught up to him finally. Now, listen. How old is he? 38? 38. Okay. 38. I mean, he can go to Boston and he can have another great year. But the Dodgers are banking on, hey, we got the best years out of him. Boston, good luck. You never know. But I'm I'm excited, though, because we get to finally – now it's we can finally see some of these young kids that have been kind of waiting in the wing for the last couple seasons. Miguel Vargas is clearly now – Unless the Dodgers make some kind of a trade or a signing, Miguel Vargas will be your opening day starter for the Dodgers. And I'm excited for that because we need a spark of energy and let, let's let the kids play. Let's give them a shot. There you go. Yeah. It's, it's weird to think that like, it's always like that with the good teams around major league baseball, like those prospects are always stuck. It's always happened with the Yankees. Prospects never get bit. Uh, hmm. If, be able to play playing time but uh moving on um dansby signs with the cubs in the past uh few days ago i forget what day but that was uh did you call that kyle i had it from the beginning nice yeah you're proud of that one (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah he was obviously the last shortstop to fall um, a lot of teams needed shortstops. Red Sox, Twins, Dodgers, obviously. Um, we're all, I guess, kind of in on the Dansby conversation. But he ended up going to the Cubs. I was kind of surprised. I was kind of surprised. I didn't really know where he was going to go, but I'm glad the Cubs are making moves. That's kind of cool. Um, the contract, what was the contract? Seven, I wish I had it in front of me. Seven for ones. 170 something i don't remember seven for 170 something i think yeah yeah but yeah do you like the deal for the cubs i was gonna say i do like this deal for the cubs uh they're an up-and-coming team obviously they're nowhere near contenders but whenever you can get like i i said this in the last pod i thought for sure dansby was gonna get absolutely overpaid 
just because of what the other guys got. <clears throat> and the Cubs didn't have to overpay for him. I mean, at least in my eyes, I, I don't think it's an overpay. If you can get a guy like Dansby Swanson to cover shortstop for the next seven years under $200 million, it's a it, it's a win in my book. And it gave them flexibility to get another starter, as in Jamison Tyone. And who knows what other moves they might make. Um, I And honestly, like, and his presence in this clubhouse, he's more of a vet kind of guy. So giving having his presence in the clubhouse to help out these younger guys, I think it's it's going to be good for him. And and honestly, and he loves being a Cub from watching his press conference. That's where he wanted to be. And I think it's a I think it's a win for both sides. Yeah. Melo got anything? Yeah, now they have uh, Cody Bellinger too in center. So yeah. see if they can revive yeah. him. But um, good for the Cubs. You know, finally we're starting to see them spend some money again. Obviously, like Kyle said, they're nowhere near contention. But Cub fans, trust the process. Now you're starting to see all that bad baseball. Letting go of key players, fan favorites like Anthony Rizzo, Chris Bryant, guys like that, Javi Baez. Now you're starting to see the transition. And I think this offseason is a great step foot forward. And I'm excited to see where they go from here. Yeah, they have the potential to really be contending for second place in the NL Central. (laughs) No, I was going to say being spoilers. But I could see them being like 500, a little over 500. I forget. I'm not sure exactly what they were last year. But say Bellinger goes back, not 2019 Bellinger, but he has to improve. I hope. (laughs) I I like the Cubs I would hope so. I have I some like personal feelings about that. So, <laughs> yeah, I know. But yeah, no, I'm excited to see the Cubs actually, like you said, kind of getting back into the whole winning <laughs> atmosphere. Um, next up, I yeah, guess we'll... one, la- oh. one last thing. Oh, unlike the un- unlike the Giants that will Uh-oh. not show up to the to the to games next year, at least the Cub fan has a reason to show up now. With you know Dan, with guys like Dansby Swanson. Cody Bellinger, they have a reason to show up, unlike the Giants, who listen, they're not going to show up next year. No, they have Mitch Hanniger. That's true. <laughs> uh... Sean, uh, Sean Mania. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Perfect. Yikes. But they claim they're this great fan base, but they won't show up. I don't see anybody showing up when they're below 500 team. So. Yikes. <laughs> so, all right. Well, you had to get that out. I did. <laughs> All right, so something me and Kyle have to bring this up real quick. Nothing crazy. Uh, Aaron Judge officially named captain of the New York Yankees today. Oh, man, that was so cool. Sorry, Mello, but we just have to vet. give us like five minutes. <laughs> it was. Go ahead, Bobby. You can go. No, dude. When I when I heard Hal Steinbrenner saying like. And we're naming him the whatever he said. If we're naming him the next captain of the New York Yankees, I was like, damn, like I got chills. I started to tear up a little bit. I was like, wow, this is pretty <laughs> cool. But um like this is just awesome. It's really it's so cool. Because when Jeter was named captain, me and Kyle obviously were both too young to really appreciate that. Um and we've seen judge we've seen and appreciated, I should say judge's entire career 
so like he's our generation or our age is like Yankee great. And it's cool to really be able to appreciate that. Because of course we appreciated Jeter, but we appreciated Jeter in his uh, last half last half or so of his career, probably even less than that. But for this, for Judge, we've really appreciated his entire career and he's going to go down, hopefully, as one of mm. Yankee greats. Yeah, and uh, and this is something that I had mentioned to you earlier, Bobby. Like, for for the younger generation of Yankee fans, this is our stereotypical Yankee moment. We have not had one of those in quite some years. I mean, it's been since 2009 since we won the World Series. And ever since then, it seems like it's nothing but postseason heartbreak over and over again. And then, of course, when Hal took over, after the 2009 spending spree that he went on with CeCe, A.J. Burnett, and Mark Jacero, after that, it was just like, I mean, it kind of like penny pinching a little bit. And finally, it's like, you know, we got our Yankee moment by seeing Judge being named captain uh, for the next nine years. And, you know, he's going to finish off his entire career in pinstripes. So it's like, as you said, it's just it, it's a very great moment. And hopefully it ages very well for the, you know, for us. But we'll uh, we'll, we'll see there. But uh, yeah. Right it's, now it's, great. it's a great moment. Yeah. And honestly, and and I'm very happy for Judge to like say what you want about the man, whatever it is. But he is a through and through leader. And I think him him and the Yankees have like such a perfect relationship. He is the man for the job. He is this generation's Jeter, Mantle, Mattingly, the list goes on. So for for Judge, it's 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 just great for him. Great moment for him. Yeah. Okay. Mellow anything. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, that, uh, that was kinda no that was kinda <laughs> no, that was cool to see. I did watch it. I was like, I, I watched a little bit. I was like, oh, this, is, this is cool. I mean, no other team really does stuff like this. Name yeah. captains. Eh, I mean, Red Sox do. I think the Red Sox. It's been a while. You no, know, I thought they do, but yeah, no, no, yeah, it is. It is a very Yankee thing, like. It, it all goes into the whole brand of the Yankees. Exactly. It's, exactly. That's, that's all it is. is. Yeah. So that that was nice to see. Um, it's, I just can't. I what a turn of events. I just <laughs> it looked like he was gonna be a giant, and then now he's. They, by the way, let me ask you guys: Did you guys know when this press conference came out? Did you guys know that he was gonna be the captain? That they were gonna name him officially, or not really? I there didn't was expect reports it. about it. Okay. Yeah, but I didn't. There were no one official though. Right. Uh, Jack Curry had said that uh, his uh, he's the most trusted Yankee source that there is. And he oh, had he said that he expects the Yankees to name Judge the captain. And then, of course, when we were watching the press conference live today, you saw Derek Jeter walk in Willie Randolph. You knew what was going to happen. Me personally, I thought they were going to wait off a little bit. I didn't think it was going to come this soon. Um, Glad it did just for him. But I mean. I kind of kind of expected it, kind of didn't. Yeah. Yeah, no. I I was it was it was very cool to see. There have been a lot of captains in baseball. Mello, who was the last Dodgers captain? Jesus. Ooh, a little bit of trivia here. Oh. I like it. 
privy uh, while Melo thinks um whoever's not whoever's listening slash watching and doesn't follow us on Instagram or missed it. Baseball trivia tournament with a bunch of baseball creator content creators next week, Tuesday, December 27th, 28th, 29th. Instagram live, our Instagram. It's going to be fun. So, yes. Mello, any idea? Uh, Well, I give myself a little bit more time to think before I answer the question. Uh, <laughs> congratulations to Aaron Judge for uh, passing his physical. That was very nice to see. That was the thing I was most concerned about. That was the thing I was concerned about. Did he pass his physical after the comments I made a couple episodes ago? So no. when I saw him up there, I was like, all right, good. He passed his physical. That's good. Um, you never know now with this whole physical thing. Maybe Correa doesn't even sign with the Mets now. He might just sign with – he might go with the Dodgers. Mello, it's not out of the question. <laughs> yeah, it's not. But listen, like I told you guys off air, uh, Dodger fans don't care about winning. Right. Some of them don't. They right. only care about their feelings being hurt. <laughs> or not being hurt. So, um, is it in this century or no? The last one, nineteen seventy nine. I'm gonna go Steve Garvey. No, Davey, Davey Lopes. Lopes. Damn it! Yeah. Should have given you a second <laughs> chance. But Brandon, it Belt was between. It was between Davey Lopes and. Sorry. Okay. No, Whoa. no. I was just gonna say. Uh, Brandon Belt is the captain of the Giants right now. See, that's that was my reaction because I definitely thought that's where you were going with it. I mean, at least it's not Correa. No, well, like he's been for. uh... That's kind of that's kind of crazy to me. I thought I thought maybe Crawford. I don't know. Buster Posey was from 2012 to when he retired. Brandon Belt was named in 2021, apparently. But when was he named? Exactly, because no one else does it the way the Yankees do. I'm sure. So, oh, here we had to throw no, that it's in. Tr- there. No, it's true. Though. I know like, it's true. It's just, like you said. It's just a very Yankee thing. Like That's Jason Baratek was for the um, Red Sox. I remember that for a I while. Yeah, but yeah, it is. I guess the Yankees yeah. just make a bigger deal out of it than anyone else because, of course, of course they do. Basically. Yeah, they, they okay. take half of a day to throw you a parade, do a whole press conference. I think the amount of make, tweets. Make you put on a jersey again, even though you've worn it for the last seven years already. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Hey, it's the Yankee way, man. That's what 27 championships. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Judge, I knew you'd be the captain. I always knew you'd be the captain. Thank you for not leaving. Oh my god. But yeah, I don't know. We have anything else? Any there's nothing. No other ninety nine days till opening day. Ooh. Judge. Nice. Oh, I oh, didn't yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Melo. <laughs> I just I just piled on with it. Yeah, that one was too easy. It was almost on purpose. And then World Baseball Classic coming up soon. That would be cool. That's cool. Oh, Clayton Kershaw, Team USA. There we go. That's pretty cool. Yeah, forget Logan Webb. Forget everyone else. Kershaw's your ace of this team. Let me tell you that right now. Melo, he's going to slide in perfectly behind Nestor Cortez Jr. Oh, man. I want him to show Kershaw how to do that thing when he, like, stops before he throws the pitch. (laughs) Or Kershaw's going to grow out a mustache. 
Now that I would oh, like to see. That would be hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's exciting. Very exciting news. For is the team is the team if... set? Technically, it's kind of already set. No, they I think they're to. just miss. I think they're just missing a couple relievers. Yeah, I think so. But I think the rotation's it... good. The field is good. Yeah, looks pretty good. I'm excited for that. That's going to be here before we know it. Um, and yeah, Christmas is coming up this weekend. Merry Christmas. I think you guys got your gift already. Yeah. Aaron Judge extension. Yeah. Yep. And, and then and the cap. Oh, go. And then our stocking stuffers coming tomorrow. We got Carlos Rodon press conference <laughs> at 10 a.m. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Just can't get any better. Oh, wait. Unless you're on the other side of New York. Unless you're the other team in New York. Exactly. Yeah. A burrow over. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Any final thoughts before we wrap it up? Nothing. Enjoy so. um, San Francisco. Enjoy the Niners and Warriors because I know you guys ain't showing up to any Giants games next year. So. <laughs> Oh my god. Of course. Better hope the forty nine you better hope the forty niners win the Super Bowl next year. Otherwise the city of San Diego might be in flame. I mean city of San Francisco <laughs> might be in flames. <laughs> oh my god. Boy. The the rivalry between Melo and San Francisco is at highest point right now. Hey, it's, at least at least the Dodgers can close the deal on free agents. We that is Giants true. can't, we can. No. Yeah, that is true. Very true. All right, that's it. Um, have a Merry Christmas. Yes. Yep. Um, do you guys like eggnog? No. I love it. Never really? tried it, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm In not all a fairness. fan. I'm not a fan. Jeez. I'm, the, I'm outnumbered here. <laughs> <laughs> no, Matt would have definitely liked eggnog. I feel like he likes eggnog. <laughs> you think? I was actually you... leaning kind of no, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right. Well, I guess we'll ask him next time. That'll be the first question. All right. Well, next week. Final episode of 2022. Yes. Oh, wow. That's that's crazy. All right. Well, sounds good. See you guys next week. Peace. Adios. Later. <laughs>